Yo, 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 Cat Mouse. Yo, yo, yo. Let's get it, let's get it. Yo. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? It's your boy Cat Mafia from the Sesh Time Podcast. I want to welcome all of you listeners to another Sesh Time off-season episode. My gosh, it's been about three weeks. Three weeks since my last recording. Um, I took a little break, went on vacation, just came back from Puerto Rico. But y'all might notice that I have somebody here on my left side, right? You know what I'm saying? So let's give an applause. I want to welcome my guest today, JP. Oh, Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he yeah. is, he's a friend of the show. Yo, there's in season one, there's a lot of like a lot of like uh, short stories that we told with, with basically we had. We just got a couple episodes. We were talking about the Bible, Adam and Eve, Samson, uh, Delilah. Like we had a lot of a lot of episodes in the That's first season we did. But um, but again, That's I'm cool. bringing him back on for the off season. Um, so yo, JP, man, since the last time you've been on the pod. Yo, just tell the people what you've been up to, what is new, you know what I mean? And show them your finger, bro. <laughs> 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 well, but go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. Yeah, man. But, you know, since the last time I've been on here, it's been quite a minute. Uh, I just want to say I appreciate you guys, all, all the listeners out there that, uh, you know, just understand where people are coming from. You know, everyone has their own opinion, just like myself. So you don't have to agree with everything that I say to you, but just understand that in every conversation we have, there are truth in it. Oh. Um, just take that for what it is. But um, I've been living, you know, I've been uh, working. Um, most of you know, I recently got engaged about like, you know, in October. Um, yeah, that, that life is something. Yeah. And uh, breaking news, I'm technically married, but... Uh, Wait, 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 nah, bro, nah, nah, listen, I've been waiting for the date, bro, who's supposed to, where's your bachelor party, what happened, bro, I have a whole plan with the strippers ready, private strippers ready for you, that is not my kind of way to go, yeah, listen, don't worry about it, you didn't even have to know, you just told me that you you technically married, like, yo, I was waiting, bro, I'm a big dude, ain't nobody kidnapping me, taking me, listen, ain't no kidnapping, Bro, it was gonna be like, yo, hey, meet me at the bowling alley. You wouldn't even know. Yeah, right. By the time you pull up, by the time you reach the bowling alley, I swear to you, bro. My plan- wife would be every single one of you up. No, bro, she would not know. You come in the bowl. Oh, like- she knows. I <laughs> I call her every day. Oh, so for me to not to call her, that would be abnormal behavior. Okay. Abnormal behavior okay. creates questions. Questions create curiosity. Curiosity creates the cat that died. <laughs> Therefore, all y'all would have died. <laughs> So look, man. Oh my God. So he's a different guy. Like this JP. This is a different JP. I'm built different, bro. This is a different, different JP now, boy. From last year to last. Yo, you know, last year, two months ago, we were in Vegas. Superman. <laughs> we were in Vegas two months ago, bro. I just came back from Puerto Rico, my brother. And oh, and it was it was enjoyable, man. I'm gonna be honest. I missed the island life and Puerto Rico had awoken something in me that I missed. I think living in Washington, it kept me in this city boy life. And when I went back to Puerto Rico, it took me back down to reality, like where I came from. 
yeah like you know walking on the streets in public like really yeah. like i even walk bare feet bro like i enjoyed my trip you know what i mean to the fullest we went down yeah, you got to. yeah so like we went down to a take festival on, take on the, the the full culture ah fully bro you know and i'm not gonna lie but puerto rican women puerto rican women they're nice, man. They're nice. They're nice. They're nice, man. I'm not going to lie. So I can't. I, I, you, yo, you're a married man now. But again, it's just to the point where, man, I just remember yeah, where me and you went Vegas. What we could have do it, Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I needed your Superman shirt. I needed you, bro. I was over there shooting bullets. I'm like, yo, pop, 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 pop. I'm like, yo, oh my God, where's oh, JP at? Man. Where's where's everybody at right now? But listen, oh, bro, man. man, I'm proud Wing of you, man, bro. JP retired. My I'm God. telling you, man, you out the game. But listen, man, I have to give you give you my props, man. Like, give you respect, man. You're taking the steps. Taking these steps. You spoken on it. I heard you speaking in little words like, yo, I need to find this one, bro. I gotta find one. And I, and hey, now... <laughs> I, I, keep, I keep telling her this all the time. I And she thinks... Sometimes I feel like she thinks I'm playing. And you could be my witness, Cat Mafia. I told you, the year before I got married, the year before I even got in a relationship. Yeah, anything, you, you was even in no relationship walking, last year around this time, bro. I Nothing. am walking into 2021 and I will have my significant other. You had to. I told you this. <laughs> you told me this for real. Come on. Yo. I'm you, man. And this and this is this is exactly when I'm talking I about it. first God, thing. God spoke to me. Find a purpose. And God man. told me it was going to happen. Now, here's the part God did, 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 did not tell me. God did not tell me this girl was going to be important. Okay, God didn't tell me that there's going to be a fiasco to get together because, you know, majority her, but less on my end. But sacrifices had to be made. You know, she left what she knew back at home. She left her friends, her family. She left her, you know, her uh, comfortability and came into my world and tried to adapt into it. So, and you know me, I'm a major extrovert, so it's not really easy to nature yeah, and exactly. nurture to my world. Stay into like a, a wall. I, That's not you. You're not I staying in no box. People and you know, I I'm just I'm just out there like that. Mm -hmm. But um, I also had to come to realize that you know, if I'm going to make this world work, then both of us have to come into an agreement of what we had to leave. And like I said, she, she, she sacrificed more than me and more significant things that I had to me. It was just the party life, the going out every day, you know what I'm saying? Like that right there. That's just, those are things I know it was hard on you, bro, but I see you be traveling. Uh, yeah. I see you be traveling still. Listen. So it seems like you still got that side. You're able to do it, but you're doing well, it with your little wifey. You know, you're doing it with wifey. The way I do it is, if I want to go out, I take her with me. Amen. Because I still, Amen. the way I see it, if I can't, if, I, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to have to do it with her. And I like that so much better. And it puts me at ease that she's always by my side, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even though she is a high-key introvert and she doesn't like going out much, which I like about her. Because girls, I like to go out too much. That's just red flag already. Yo. But she is like, she, she balances it. She's mm -hmm. like sometimes she's spontaneous. She be she she be like, 
oh, you know, let's go somewhere. Then other times she'd be like, uh-uh, nigga, we're staying home. I was like, say less. See? Yo, like, man, like yo you I'm found saying. a good one. Who wants to stay home, chill, and cook, and just stay there? Bro, I, I saw your little uh, Snapchats, low-key, when you be posting, when you're playing your video games, and she'll be right there around you, still goofing off. I'm like, see? That's what I'm talking about. I'm still able That's to be story, me. Man. I'm still able to be me and enjoy a life with a partner that, re that you know, know who I am and just respects what I in do. A, in, a, in a relationship, you are not... To what happened? You bro? are not to uh <laughs> you are not to lose yourself in the relationship. You are you are to find yourself and expose who you are as a person so that person can fall in love with, with that person. Mm -hmm. It becomes and, a, you, you open up, you open up. Yeah, you know, it, it's a ride though, because there are certain things, you know, people do that your significant other will do that you don't agree with and mm -hmm. you just gotta learn how to work around that. But other than that, it's it is what it is. So yeah. All right, man. So look yeah, here. Man. Look here, man. So everybody, that's that's JP for you again, man. Congratulations. Still the new path. You, you know, you just have a new leaf, a new chapter in your story that you're writing. And it's it's coming it's coming into two what they say? Fruition? Coming into fruition? Yo? I think, yes, sir. I think that's how to pronounce it. But let's get into it. Right now it's time for news and things. Bro, look, everybody, I know I was in Puerto Rico when I was watching the the Grammys. Oh, and Will Smith, yo, I saw him laughing, bro. They were laughing at a GI Jane joke, and then I just watched this man walk up. I thought it was a skit, straight off the rip, right? He walks up, and this dude swang at Chris Rock at the Grammys, yo. Now, a lot of people had a lot to say on this on this topic, and I and, and, and the thing about me, yo. I just need to understand. I just tell you, bro. Celebrities are human as well, yo. Like, I don't understand what people be looking up. But like, I think for all of us, we all, when as growing up, the older we get, we start to realize that these famous people, bro. Like, they go through human motions just like us as as people. They are. They are. They are human. Yo. So I look at Will Smith, right? And people's money forget about Jada. Like, what Jada put him through. Like all the shit with the red table and all of this. While Will Smith is out here making movies. Fucking out here jumping on the fucking planes, going on, doing these acrobatic world tour. Like, yo, this dude is not at home at all for a whole year last year. He was in the home. He is, he is, for the record, he is allowing you to see what he wants you to see. See? The only difference is Jada slipped up and you saw the worst of what she was going through. And then you put know, it on the table called... Start <laughs> You start messing with with a boy, and he starts catching feelings, and he slips up and tells everybody, "You guys are messing around." That hey, it is what it is. You it know, messes it up we a lot. Human. So we are human again, man. For me, I just have to put my two cents in. Yo, I don't see nothing wrong with what he did at all. But I mean, at the stage, yes, the Grammys, the wrong place. Maybe he could have go wait till Chris Rock get off the stage and go to the back and then do a little tussle with him if he if it was that to that extent. But I feel like right. that slap was a frustration slap, bro. Like that was a slap. Like he looked at his after he finished laughing, like a because the laugh was kind of like a gesture because everybody is laughing. As an actor, you're right. used to adapting to your surroundings real quick. So I saw that laugh. That laugh was not like a giggle, like oh my god, <laughs> like it was a funny thing. It was just like yo, he laughing because everybody else is laughing. Then he looked to his left. <laughs> Jada give him like, 
that cut eye look, bro. If listen, bro, I don't care where you from, what culture you in, bro. When a woman cut her eye, at, and then you, and it was in your direction, bro, you got to do something, bro. You 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 have to do something at this point because it ain't no like everybody is laughing at her now. It's like oh my god, right. Bro, like, okay, so I felt like he didn't know what to do at this point because he know if he doesn't do anything, she's going to bring it up at the red table and then he's going to hear about it when she when he gets home. It's kind of like, who do I want to keep I mean, happy? That's how I felt. Like, he chose his look, wife over that. I mean, listen, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly feel like an argument at home about somebody who is doing his job telling jokes I would take that then to humiliate myself in front of millions of people on the most prestige stage. That's what I mean. The stage is the problem. Any actor's career and go act the fools. Now, because, you know, people manipulate stories. So now there's talk about, you know, tying to domestic violence, abuse and all this other stuff. These are hard titles that you don't want your name correlated with. Nothing. And the fact that his names are tied to those titles it just makes him look bad, and of course, the media, the the people out there are gonna are gonna tie it and twist it and turn it into something malicious mm-hmm. that is really not. Like you say, he's human. He has he has human emotions, and what Will Smith did, he reacted to his wife's emotion straight on spot. His wife was not happy about this comment. Now, reiterate to what you said. This slap could have happened. Anywhere, and could that anywhere in the parking lot. Like you could have waited a little bit, yo. Man, <laughs> it, bro, there ain't no better slap than a delayed one. You hear Listen, me? cause you you when, warming when your you hands. You don't see it coming. <laughs> it's it's hot, like, like, like fish streaks. It's hot like fish streaks. But the fact that he did this on the most prestige stage that you could be on for actors. It hurt him. Yeah, it did. It really did. And you would you would think it would die out, but the truth of the matter is too many people have opinions and they think their opinions are facts. Mm. And that's what painting And that's that that's what for right me, now. yeah. That's exactly how I felt. It's just like I listen to a lot of podcasts, like Joe Budden podcasts. I listen to to the uh Breakfast in the Morning. Uh a lot of podcasts spoke on this on these on, on the Will Smith thing, right? And it was just to the point where all of them had opinions. But some of them, right. but, but but the only thing I like about Joe Budden is he had empathy, empathy, right? He kind of put yeah. himself in Will Smith's shoes to a point like, I get it, yo. I understand, bro. This dude has a lot as in him as a black man in America. Like, he has a lot in him, bro, that he doesn't expose to the world. And it's kind of like that slap, the way how he put it is like that slap was not just for Jada. That was a frustration slap to the world. Like, yo, y'all don't right. understand me. This... People, bro, this dude cried during his Grammy giving his speech, yo. He was not crying because he won the award. He was crying because he know what he did, yo. After the fact. It's yo, like, when do you make a mistake? You know, you know Will Smith just won an Oscar, right? Uh, wait, we won an Oscar plus the Grammy? You know, he, he at the Grammy, he won an Oscar. He won the like the the highest is best actor. That's what that is, right? That, that statue with the man. That was the best actor, yeah. Best actor. Oh, my Lord. So, the irony is. He's on stage crying, but he won the Oscar. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. I like how you put the 
twist on it. Yo, it's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> the man is an actor, bro. <laughs> Do you think he gives a fuck? Yup. Listen. Slapping him like that? Man, there was a video of him dancing to his own music after the Oscars with the award in his hand. And he was really rapping. Like, he was like, you know what I mean? And like, he really was going, like, he yeah, didn't he look didn't, like he. He had, he had no remorse. He didn't care whatsoever. Man. Like, but, Yo. you know, I do, I do hear other people when they say the man is doing his job. Like, Chris Rock is doing his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's no. A, Can't take away a, from a comedian, a comedian doing his job. Yeah, a comedian is doing his job. He's a comedian. Yeah. He, this is what he's asked to do: go on stage, pick on people, whoever it is. It doesn't matter. And but the, luckily, and that the is, problem is, y'all sitting right in they, front of him. They pulled up a video of Young Will Smith making fun of somebody who had the same condition as his wife did at a freaking comedy show. Stop playing. They pulled Wait, it up. What? They're like, okay, so why is he doing this when he did this? Look it up. Look it up. Will Smith was making fun of a bald man in the in the uh, in the uh, uh, audience, and you know, back then, obviously, people weren't too sensitive. People were actually taking jokes as jokes. Nowadays, people get shot for less. Luckily, it didn't have to get to that. But the fact is, the point being. You have people that just do not know how to take jokes anymore. And yes, it was very, very, very vulnerable for her, for his wife to hear what she heard because she was also very skeptical about coming out about her hair loss, which was really fragile for her. So I feel that emotion. Now, given the history between Will Smith and Chris Rock, Chris Rock should have known better to keep that, leave it alone. Will Smith cares now because he got the trophy. It's either you keep the trophy, you get suspended for ten years. I, well, I got my Oscar. They were contemplating stripping him of the award, but they can't really technically do that because yeah, like then you have to give it to somebody, or you're gonna skip a year and say, oh, this or just like now, yeah, that would be yeah, weird. This year know. has been vetoed. We're not gonna not gonna, gonna announce anybody. Erase this for, from the history books. Like you can't do that. <laughs> It already happened. Yo, talking about history though, like transitioning real quick, bro, dude. You this, uh, I think this month Biden has been on a roll so far. Uh, we had the oh, nomination man. of the judge of our judge of the of a black the first black female judge um, nominated yeah. into. Uh, I think her name was Contenje Brown. Right. I don't know what is the respectful term to call a judge. You call a judge or it is a you know, like how you say Mr. Senior, like, do they, do judges have a, He's judge. it's just Judge, Judge Brown? Judge Brown. Judge Brown, bro. Oh. <laughs> so, yo, let's give an applause to Judge Brown becoming the black female, first black woman to be actually, like, adjourned, adjourned as, the, into the Supreme Court, court as, as a judge. Like, I mean, this, I feel like this is a moment in history for young black women growing up. And a lot of them were on CBS Morning talking about it, about what they feel yeah. and what they saw or how their insights, give their insights on on her. Like, what does this do for you as a young female growing up in America? How does it feel? And most of them said the, most, the same thing. Go after your dreams. Chase your dreams. And don't never right. falter after after all of that. So, I mean, I feel, I feel very good about that. And then also, yo, you know who Bubba Wallace is? Bubba... Uh, Bubba Wallace is. Bubba Wallace, no. 
So he's a black NASCAR driver, right? And he kind of, when he got, went back to his house, he found a, 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 a noose in his garage. Oh, yes. Yes, I do know Bubba Wallace. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so now Biden has signed a anti-lynching uh, law, right? So it's kind of a uh, racial discrimination law now to the point right. like lynching is banned from America, yo. As a but, <laughs> yo. do you see how long it took for that to even come into existence? <laughs> yo, bro, that like, is the same thing that I was saying. It's like, bro, it takes uh, uh it, this shouldn't even take that long. This should have been listen, gone man. long time ago. It takes. And guess what? It was it came out of random. It just came randomly out, bro. It wasn't like something recently happened. This Bubba Wallace thing happened three years ago. So it's kind of like, yeah. yo, you just, bro, I don't care whoever was in power, bro, from Obama got in power. I felt like Obama should have did this. It was kind of like, yo, like it now it's passed. Like y'all just said everybody in the Senate automatically just says yes to it now. And it's kind of, I mean, yeah. So it just there, it just blew are, my mind. There are some bills that we don't know that were presented, that were spoken mm-hmm. about, that yeah. we just don't know. They just keep it on the rug. Under oh, the rug okay, okay. So you're not going to hear a report. Okay, I feel that. You're, I feel you're not going to hear every report because there are some bills that are denied, but they don't really go out their way to be like, oh, by the way, I denied this bill that, you know, President such and such presented to me. Yeah. Like, Congress is not going to do that. Congress is, they want to tell you less and they want to hear more. I feel that. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's just the kind of people they are. Yeah. And um, taking from somebody who works for for the government, you're not going to get a lot of answers from the government. You're not. See that? It's just not going to happen. Okay, the government is there to give you, give the people what they want and give the people enough information to keep them happy. If once they're not rising, once they ain't rising to destroying shit, we keep him happy, we good. That's how I feel Biden is moving now. He noticed, like, yo, when he when his numbers was going low and shit, everybody was like, like, oh my God, yo, what is this dude doing? Bro, he's old. He, he I like now he's starting to do a little bit of things to keep the black people happy. And I feel like, okay, man, this is just another, you know, we've seen this before. We all went through it. So again, like I don't feel like it's uh, this is something that is gonna stop us as people doing what we have to do. Yeah. But it's still the point to just notice that the government is playing games. You know what I mean? And just just keep your eyes exactly. open, people. Keep your eyes open and realize, yo. But the last thing in news and things, yo, do um, did you watch the NCAA tournament March Madness? How how did you feel did. about the two tournaments, the women's and the men? Because I know you, you you the two twins from uh, yeah, the, from Spoke- yeah, you was yeah that was I was watching it, bro. I was watching them. They, those, they, especially, hey, what are the Huffs? They bad. They, they good. They goody. I saw her take over that game in the Sweet 16. I think, no, no, I think the eight. No, no, yeah, the Sweet 16. The Sweet 16, I yeah, think she took over. Cool. She took over a game, bro. And that she, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, these are the two twins that homeboy told me about. JP was telling me about. But um, I want to give a shout I out. I personally watched yeah. them train. You hear me? Oh, okay. I personally watched them train before. Like, I, that's how I, I became a fan of them. And their grandma goes to the community center I used to work at. Ah, so so you heard stories as the other people tell you. Okay, 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 okay. Yo, but yeah, but nah, but, man. You know, 
for the uh, for for the for the championships, South Carolina winning it, it was pretty good. Destiny had a good background story, so I'm a big fan of stories. You know, me too. That's what I felt stories. with South Carolina Destiny's after last story year. Was like powerful, you yeah. Know what I'm saying. So I was just like, oh my god, like I want her to win. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, I need her to win. I need her to and win, then, man. She did her boys, thing, man. She and did. She really put the team on her back. She like, did. I saw. I because for me personally, UConn. Yo, um, Beck, well, Beckett, Beckett, whatever her name is. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I want her. In Se- I want her in Seattle Saunas. I want her to replace Sue Bird. I don't know how we can get her on a so- on a storm, but she could be the perfect replacement for Sue She's Bird. With and then you have to understand her and um, what's the girl we got on our team? Brianna Stewart. You can't do it. Listen, she's a shooter, bro. She has the gene. She pulls around that corner, bro. It was wet. The only problem was they couldn't stop that. The, yo, the little the girl with the braids on South on uh, South Carolina. She was litting yeah. them up in the beginning with the threes, yo. It was dropping everything for her. So it was just a blowout to me. And then we go to the men. Yeah. Talking about blowout, we t- we go to the men. I'm like, yo, you can't. You beat my Duke. You beat my team. You beat. You beat Coach K on his last game. It was the best game of the fucking... I feel like that was the most intense Honestly, game. Honestly, Duke, Duke and North Carolina played the championship game. Bro, that was the championship game. That was too intense, bro. That was the bro. championship game. That was too intense. Ver- now, for me to watch Kansas... Bro, I, I stopped watching, bro. You would believe I cut the TV off. I, I literally say, no, you call you did your thing, bro. Respect to you, love. Respect to you, Bacot. You did your thing. I'm out. Dude, I looked at my phone an hour later. The game was over. Kansas, Kansas was holding the. Ch- I don't know none of the Kansas players. I swear, I don't bro, know. Me no- I don't know nothing of me these either. guys, bro. But- I purposely did not watch that game because I thought North Carolina was going to run with it. I was like, "Yep, Carolina wins." I don't, bro. I'm going to be honest. Whoever in the world betted on Kansas, except for Kansas, <laughs> you know, like look. <laughs> Bro, I will be honest with you, bro. Jordan's college? This is Jordan's college. Yo, this is like everybody was looking for UConn to win that game, bro. You beat Coach yeah. K. You you beat the best coach who's going down in history. Not, well, I mean, in coach of, I think they put him as the best coach of, uh, of a basketball overall in Hall of Fame. Based off because he did the U.S. basketball team and in college basketball the consecutive games and well, how long he's been. Well, he's the best college basketball coach. Best college basketball coach, I would say. Yeah. Well... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I am a Duke fan, but I, I still can't, yo, I cannot give away the dude who retired from UConn when he was there. Like, it was a whole different There was to him and Coach K. change his mind and come back one more year. Yo, I, I, I mean, no, that's only Coach if. Coach can't go out like that. Hold up. The only way he does come back is if he's able to keep Pachero. If he could keep Pachero for one, and I believe Pachero should stay for one more year. The reason for that is because I think for him coming to the league, the team that he's going to get drafted to, he's not going to be able to do what he needs to do, man. I think he needs to be lost in the shuffle because he is a talented guy. But I feel like if he goes, say, for example, if he goes to, uh, I think they have him going to yeah. uh, to the uh, Magics, the Magic team, the Magics. Money, like, money, money talks, man. Yo, so I know, man. These young kids are just looking for, especially the NBA. And you, you yeah, you get that money, you get that con, you, you get drafted, you get that early two in the draft, you're going to get paid. Yep. So I feel like he will, he's going to get drafted. I want him to go to the Rockets, though, but uh, I don't know. But it's going to be between him and Chet Holgram. 
But again, man, I mean, college basketball, March Madness was over. It was a lit vibe. I hope all of you guys, I hope all the listeners, I hope you all enjoyed your muff. Now we are in spring. Yo, it's Easter time. Ramadan is upon us. A lot of people are fasting and going through their holiday. Uh, this is the time when our Jesus Christ, our Lord, you know, he he's preparing himself. Amen. You know what I mean? To go and get him. Like he just, he walked through the valley. It was where he was in that city. When he was on the, on the, on the donkey walking through and they putting palm trees down and all that stuff. The preparation for him Jerusalem. to go be, get, get, uh, to be crucified and go through all of the things to bring salvation to us. You know what I mean? And so this is a very important uh, time for us as well as Christians. So it's just like uh, the reason why I wanted to do an off-season pod for this month with this topic that we're about to be getting into. Keep it, uh, keep a blunt word for the pod is going to be loneliness. Okay? Oh. Men, we suffer from this, this word a lot. I have a term that my brother gave me. It's called HALT. And this is something I always carry myself. He, it always said, halt means do not, do not become too hungry. Don't get too angry. Don't, be, don't get too lonely. And don't get too tired. Those were four things. Those four, those, the, and, uh, the acronym that he gave me that I always try to keep myself on board with. You know what I mean? But right. um, there was a, the reason why this topic came to me, like it came up to me, uh, it was because I saw this video on instagram a reel you know and uh the guy was saying that just talking about the average joe right he just said an average joe a man a dude who's just working at taco bell he would not be getting why when he goes home after work and he's sitting down he's not his phone ain't buzzing his phone ain't going off the hook it ain't like he's getting a bunch of messages from women or from other friends and stuff like that or other not other friends he said other men like other guys ain't hitting them up, girls ain't hitting them up. The phone is completely dry, you know. And it was to the point where, and then he compared to women. He said, "For you, y'all are way different. Y'all be getting hit by men, women, vice versa. It's just y'all get texts every day. It's just random texts from right. people. So the attention is there for you automatically in a way. Versus with men, an average Joe man, a guy who's living a normal life, not a famous life out here in social media every day, just living life as a normal human being on this earth, the, it, like this, he doesn't have that support. Like He basically is just alone. Not alone. He's lonely. Because alone is different. Lonely. He has nobody to like talk to. He has nobody to confide in. It's kind of like as the term. Remember, I saw that I sent you in the docket. It was to the term us growing up. We always heard the word "man up," be a man, don't cry. Boys, don't cry. You're a man. Uh -huh. You ain't supposed to have. Basically, it's telling you you ain't supposed to have feelings. Hide your feelings. Keep those shit tucked in, and and live your life. You know what I mean? You'll you have to figure it out for yourself. And I feel like for us growing up, that those things helped us in a different way. Right. And I spoke to my Grammy about it and I would say, Grammy, yo, one thing uh, I saw this thing, this topic I want to talk about, like I just had to uh, talk to you, bring, bring it up to you and see how you thought about it. And uh, and she just started. We just had a good conversation going back and forth and just going over her bringing me up and the things that she used to tell me. She taught me how to be a man, yo. You know what I mean? And like, you know, so at the end of the day, for us as men. It doesn't mean that and one thing she told me is like, yes, I used to tell you, man up, be a man, be a boy, be you know what I mean? And you ain't supposed to cry at all for anything. You know, you have to figure it out for yourself. But that didn't mean that you're not supposed to confide in anybody. That doesn't mean that you didn't have feelings of your own to to show. And 
for me being here in America, right? I had to be right. able to find a support system here away from my family. You know what I mean? And to the point where I had I had a pride. I had a uh I had a gang of people that I literally being around and which is we are West Indy people, right? So it's just to the point where we will find each other no matter where we are. We will find each other at places that we like to eat, places that we like to hang out at. You will be able to find people from your culture right off the rip. But I feel like sometimes that doesn't even work because of social media, right? I came from a time where personal, like, face-to-face interactions was the way to meet somebody, you know, because I didn't have social media to the point on the island. I learned how to talk to people, literally, like, going out and meeting new people. Versus today, social media has become that shortcut to face-to-face interaction. So the first, right. so the first thing I want to hit on, and I'm going to pass it to you with this, I want to talk Indeed. about social interactions, right? Social media interactions versus physical interactions. What is your insight on on that factor when it comes to men lonely with the with the topic with the word loneliness? If I, if I must add, it is just the absence of, of empathy. I think that's what it is. Um, when you're, when you're going through social media and you're talking to people, yeah, you can read the words. Yeah. You can, you know, take it how you please, but you're not, you're not really dissecting what is being said. You're not really feeling the emotion through something, somebody who's speaking to you directly. Um, loneliness, though, is a uh, it, it's a dangerous place to be. Um, we gotta make that first and foremost very, very crystal clear. Yep, it's a very dangerous place to be because um, these are the times that you create these patterns or you create these monsters that you live with in your mind. And what I mean by that is, in your loneliness stage, you convince yourself or you validate that nobody wants you, nobody needs you. And you don't want to get there because what you do is you become begging for attention and not in the sense of you are going to cry out and try to get attention, but you're going to act out and get the attention. Some people, they will hurt themselves and they will actually expose that that they're themselves. Others will remain in silence and see how long it will take for someone to realize that they are not around. Um, and in those cases, much more, um, when you feel the sense that you are not being paid attention to or even um, bothered to be a thought, you become thinking suicidal. Um, those are the things that come into your mind. Well, if I'm not worth just being a thought, then what's my worth existing here? And that right there is um, is very it, it's 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 very sensitive to speak about this for for me personally because I have a friend who took his own life, um, oh, you know, okay, for okay. the sake of his for sake of his for sake of his of his family and you know my friends and stuff like that. Cause his friends are my friends as well too. I'm just gonna leave his name anonymous, mm-hmm. but um, this happened about five years ago now. Yeah, five years <laughs> now, and. Uh, he took his life. Um, nobody could tell that, you know, he was in the brink of doing that. Not that, you know, you there are, you can miss signs. 
it's possible. Okay. But the letter that the letter that he left, one of the key things he said was he was lonely. And that's what led to his inevitable fate. But um as far as social media goes, I, I don't think that really gives you the satisfaction of being well put together or being cared for by somebody else mm-hmm. because it's just temporary clout. It's temporary attention. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not longevity. It's not. It's not tangible. You can't feel this. It's a band-aid. Um, it is definitely a band-aid. You know, you're you're not really there in the moment. You're just there for the time being. Being in the moment, being in time, being two different things. In the moment, you are walking with the person. You are seeing the person. You are conversing with the person. You are touching the person, feeling the person, communicating in all aspects of communication. And for the time being, they are just there just for that season. And that time being could could mean two days, three days, four days, and then you lose contact with with that person. So you never want to be that person, but it it happens, you know? So um, my message out there for people who feels they are lonely, I would say first and foremost, pray about it. Amen. Um, because being lonely is also the irony of saying that God is not there with you. And if we're going to believe that God is always there with us, then we have to negate the idea that we are lonely. Because to be present within among the presence of the spirit is you are an occupant of something or someone, mm-hmm. a divine being. So, um, not everybody's religious, not everybody, not, not everybody's spiritual, not everybody believes in God, but you do believe in something. So whatever that something is, hold on to that. And that's what I say. Like, that's exactly how I see it. It's kind of like for all, everybody, this world, the, the way the world is today, right? You, you, everybody has their own thoughts on what creation is and what. Who, the, who their God is in that way, right? I'm not talking about idols. I'm talking about out-of-world out of being, right? Somebody believes in something. Whatever that is, you need to speak, You need to believe that it could provide, that could fill that void in you that you consider to be a, a dark little spot in your, in your, I'll say your soul, right? It's kind of like a part of your soul is gone. Like, it's, you feel like you're in a, like, you're, for me, I went through, I, I basically went through that as well. To the point where I felt like a part of me was gone. To the point where I have my family. I can't. can't, My family, whenever I call them, I can't talk to them. Because they're so far away. Over here, the people that I'm around. Like friends and people I call brothers and friends. I feel like they're not. They only look at me for for to use me. Versus being there to support me. Right? And so I had to learn. I had to really take time. Sit back. And guess who I had to talk to the whole time when I took my sit back? God. Like I had, I, yeah. I set back, I went back to the word, I went back to what I learned, my roots, to the point to get myself believing in myself again, to the point understanding that God gave me a purpose, and if I need anything, I could reach out to him. But when you, but you have to know how, what to pray for. You feel me? Because you could pray yeah, for the, you, you could pray, because again, God is going to give you, is going to give you whatever was in your heart. If you were very honest about what you want. That is what he's going to show you to open doors and show you the people that you need to be around. And uh, this is why I really invited you on because I need to let you understand for the time when I, when me and you started hanging out. 
like you were kind of like that vo- like you 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 met me at a point in my life when I was going through that period in my time when I was really staying by myself. I was really staying away from going out. I was not going party and I was not doing any of that stuff. But then I found out like, oh my God, you live in Tacoma? Like, oh, you live in the South with me when I live in Pialop. So I'm like, bro, I got somebody down here I could really link. So me and you started hanging out and I'm not going to lie. Like through the period of time yeah. I, was, I was doing my podcast at that time as I get my podcast kicked off, you know, I just got out of a horrible, like not horrible relationship, but yeah. I was my heart was broken. I I got out of a relationship, and so I was trying to get build myself back up. And you yeah. were kind of that as a friend, you know. Again, as a male friend, you were there to help me get you all of that. Keep me up. Keep me from right. going backwards. Like, nah, bro, dude, let's go do this. Let's link up. Work out. Go to the gym. Play. Like we did a lot, bro. We hanged out a lot. Like to the point where, yeah, for me, I needed that. I needed to be able to be around another guy. Who understands what I'm going through and understand I can open up and we can have conversations. And and a lot of you know, we, we 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 did, bro. And I can say I give that and I just want to give you applause for that. Cause a lot of young men, a Appreciate lot of that. men don't have like don't don't have people that they could really at any time call and like, yo, dude, I'm going through this. Yo, can we like you have time to talk? You know what I mean? Like, and then and you could really just express yourself. And then that person could really understand what you're saying and bring you to a light, you know, give you that right, give you the right talk to get you out of it. You know what I mean? To get your mind yeah. right back on track. And I feel like, as you said, God is, 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 is the number one on that list. Right. And from, as I said, living here in America by myself and away from family, family, yo, you have to find a group. You have to find, a, I call it a pride. Like for me, you know, cat mafia lions, like, dude, I started watching the documentary on Netflix, the animal thing. Uh-huh. Bro, lions, bro, the lion itself, like the king, bro, different from the lioness. They are, the lioness do a lot of shit that we don't know, bro. They hunt, they take care of the little kids, while the king is there to protect. Like, he's there to protect the pride. So, at the end of the day, he eat first. But the one thing I liked about what they said is the king, though, he never goes off by himself. He's always there with the pride to a point where right. it's a group of people. That he has to protect, but then after the end of the day, they will protect him. And the point is, it just comes to a structure where if animals, animals know that they have to be in packs, why us as humans don't understand that factor, right? I mean, I think we do understand it, but I feel like as technology advanced and make things easier, meaning, well, I would say they kind of code it to make it easier, Right? Oh, you you don't barely have to leave your house. You could you could FaceTime somebody and feel that interaction over the phone. It's not the same, bro. For you going, say for instance, for me and you being FaceTiming on the phone talking, but we could actually really just go and go go to go to go go to the bar, shoot pool, have a and in 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 person, but and you know, with together, and it will be a different interaction from us being on the phone. You know what I mean? Right. So as time as as for me, I mean in I kind of I think we just because I was ready to go into this topic. I just want to take a little step back and just go over uh, and play a song. I, you know, we, we for the sesh you can't have a sesh without tunes. You know what I mean? So let me just announce with the motto of the. Just give you my motto. Sorry, listeners. You know everybody should know it. I need you to go get your paper, get your lighter, because guess what? We are about to roll up our thoughts and spark a conversation. So. I have a song, right? Before we get into uh, into the Job, right? Job is going to be our, I could say, 
it's going to be a description. I feel like Job with his friends and what he went through with all his struggle when, God, when the devil went to God. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what Job went through and his loneliness and what he and how he dealt with it and how he came out on top. You know what I mean? Because I feel like most men really don't understand. You could have a group of guys you hang with. You could have a group of people you be around, but those people are not even helping you. You're still here, right? And you're going down slow. You're sinking still, right? You see, you think that you're, you're, you're staying above water, but you're slowly going under, right? Because the people that you're around is pulling you down. And it's not, they're not a support system for you to keep you above water. So it's just like, I feel like we get, we're going to get into that, get into that topic with Job and just let these men understand like, yo, there's an other way out of all of this stuff. You know what I mean? And just understand like there's ways to get out of it. You feel me? But no, man, no, listen, bro. How you, bro? Do you like New York drill? Bro, you see me wearing my New York shit, bro. Always repping where I'm from. Yo, but uh, Fabio Foreign, bro, he dropped an album called The Bible, man. He dropped the album called The Bible, and literally he took a step. The re- the, the, he used the term Bible in acronym, right? But his album is literally a story of him, straight true, from top to bottom. Him being from New York, a street kid, hustling, going through the pains of suffering from friends and people looking at him, taking him down. And this part, this song I'm about to play is called Can't Be Us. This is his prayer. This is the last song in the album. And this song hit me, bro. I cried, bro. I was emotional with this song. Listen to this, everybody. Listen to this. Fabio Foreign. Let's get it. Oh, it's me. Fabi. Uh. Look, I stayed at home fighting my demons alone but praying <laughs> Watching how the gangsters do it I stood alone watching the walls of my zone now I'm on Cause that's just how the gangsters do it oh, I'm running The devil took everything he wanted Ten toes down, I've been a hundred And every bag I get, I'm going running Look, cause I've been dripping and balling I can't give up, no I ain't slipping or falling That can't be us That can't be us Man, I can't be us. You want my huh. God sends signs and I read them. Cause they can't do nothing to you unless you let them. Huh. I'm supposed to give them one chance and then dead them. Huh. Shit, I gave them like seven. Shit, I thought they were my brethren. Destiny. It was in my heart, but I cured that infection. I could have lost it all when a nigga got arrested. That's why I thank God for these awards and these blessings. He wanna rap too, cause they see how rap changed my life. But lightning never strike in the same spot twice. Can I live? They said I couldn't do it, and I did. Bitch, I'm the same fight for him since a kid. Bitch, I'm the same Fabi Foreign since the crib. I started shining and them niggas stopped coming to my vids. I remember, nigga. Nigga. Them niggas know what it is. We never forget, I stood we never at home forget. fighting my demons alone. But Come on. Watching how the gangsters do it. I stood alone watching the walls of my zone now. I'm on. To all those people out there who staying home and just looking through the window. The devil took eight. Look here, there's a way out. Ten toes down, I've been a hundred. Come on. And every bag I get, I'm going running. Come on. Look, cause I've been dripping and balling. I can't give up. No, I ain't slipping or falling. That can't be us. No. That can't be us. No. Man. Yeah. It's time to change the narrative. Huh. Let me tell you what's emotional. Yeah, they could only touch you if they close. I'm a man, not a man, nigga. Look at what these vocals do. The first time you ever said my name, I was over. RP Lakima. RP 
I was taught by the best And when Bing went to war, they almost shot him to death And he laid in my door on the floor by the steps Real nigga I thank God for all my real niggas I pray that God give me strength so I can deal with him I don't know who gon' backdoor, so I don't feel niggas But I done been through so much pain, I start to heal quicker I know they mad over the gram Nigga, I'm mad that I ever gave you a chance Yeah, I love this life, but I choose my family over my family Nigga, that's what make me a man I stayed at home fighting my demons alone but praying Watching how the gangsters do it I stood alone watching the walls of my zone now I'm on Cause that's just how the gangsters do it uh, I'm running The devil took everything he wanted Ten toes down, I've been a hundred And every bag I get, I'm going running I've been dripping, balling. I can't, can't up. give up. No, I ain't slipping or falling. That can't be us. That no. can't be us. All right, all right, Man. all right, all right. You already know. Listen, listen. Go listen to that album. It's called The Bible by Five O Foreign. Yo, listen. This is not a sponsorship. Yo, I'm just trying to tell y'all. Listen, some good music. You feel me? Yo. Can't be us. Can't be us. So listen, man. Let's get into this Job topic, but. That song right there, he said, yo, sometimes you be at the house sitting down by yourself and you, you hear the demons them talking. You feel me? Like you have these thoughts, the thoughts that go through your head, yo, that is be like really against your human nature to the point, as you said, when somebody feels that a void that something is missing, like, yo, I'm not, nobody's really thinking about me. Yo, I'm here, like, usually I'm the one to call everybody. I call everybody every day. Yo, how you doing? How you doing? Texting, texting. But nobody, one day when I'm just here sitting out for a week, nobody texts me. Nobody calls me. And I'm like, yo, do I have any friends in this world? Do I have any colleagues? Do I have anybody that I, that really, 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 really have their, like, really have a thought of me going through my, through a day, you know? And it just makes you feel right. like, as you said, like, you went, you had a friend. And that is a feeling that I could attest to to a point where, me, I'm a social, like, I am not a, I am a social person, but I also have a side of me where I like to be left alone. I like to be alone, and that is by choice. And that is the, this, this is where I wanted to talk about with Job. There's a difference of you wanting to be alone, and that's your choice. That's based off not dating anybody. That's you not wanting to uh, go out with your friends, right? Like, and stuff like that matter, versus being lonely, right? You're fighting against something. So with Job, Job was the wealthiest man at the and during his time. He's like a Bill Gates, like with all the stocks. You know what I mean? He owned a stock, and his stock was high. You know, he had all the cattle. He had the most like farm Farms, animals, kids, all of that, cows, everything, right? And one day, the you wife, know, the kids, come on, had the world, and this what his kids and stuff used to party at the house. His kids and get like they used to have a house party, man. So guess what he used to do after after the, every after every time they used to have a party, he would go and go and sacrifice, at like sacrifice some of his some of his stock for what to to for God to forgive whatever his kids for each of his children because during that time they used to sacrifice sacrifice their cattle uh -huh. for, right to God for their sins. That's what they used to do in the Old Testament. So. For him, he had a, I can tell you the type of man, man, God was first in his life, right? And he always respected the laws that God left for them to follow. So one day, God was meeting with his children in heaven, and guess who pops up? <laughs> Lucifer. 
Oh. He's like, yo. He said, yo, what you doing here? Lucifer is like, yo, uh-huh. I'm I'm here to just say, yo, I'm just saying, man, the people down there, like, I've been on earth for so long. I've been walking around and seeing how men are. And then God is saying, hey, did you see my, my servant, uh, Job? You know, he pinpointed Job out to him. And he said, uh, man, well, look here, like, you, you think Job wouldn't be, if you didn't get, if you didn't bless Job with all of the, all the things that he has, you think he would still be serving you? Do you think he would still be the best servant that you will have? Right. And then Job was kind of like, nah, man, like not Job. Sorry. God was like, nah, like, yeah, Job is loves me with all his heart. He loves me with all his heart. I don't know what happened to JP, but hopefully he could join back. You know what I mean? And I might have to give him a phone call. But um, just going with the story with Job still. Right. So Satan said, I will go. Let me allow me to test him. Allow me to test him. And put him through some trials and tribulations. And literally that's what happened, yo. That yo, hellfire came down, burned up all of his cat, all his sheep. Uh, the Serbians came and killed his servants and t- took all his cattle. Uh they, it happened, like, yeah, gangs of people came and just took all of his riches from him. Um, and to the point where his wife was telling him, and no, no, then he got really sick. Right, he started having all the all during that time. Leprosy was like a thing back then. Uh, worms would like it was a bad like he was full of diseased. Right, that the devil really put it on him. And I'm gonna be honest, empathy is a thing with Job that I have to really look at because if I went through any of that, I don't know. I mean, I've went through something similar. I had my own. I think all of us had a Job moment in our life. All of us had a Job moment where, where, where God has really had to knock us down a peg, right? Had to really like, yo, take everything from you and then, and then not, and this is the word, this is the thing about it, that I don't want to say God did it. It was kind of like things that you, when you, when you walk away from God, when the further you go away from God, things start to fall apart slowly, Right? Like, you know, like if you put a pin in a, in a, like, it's like your tire, right? With a slowly, a nail will puncture it, but it would not get flat right away. The, the air is going to slowly leak out over time. And the tire will, one morning when you wake up or when you, like, wherever you are and you come out, your tire is flat. And then that is because it had a slow leak. That is exactly the situation with us and with our job, what I consider job moments in our lives is when we have a there's an issue in our life that is going on and there's a slow leak, but we don't notice that this where the slow leak is coming from, but it's too late. Our lives are already in shambles, and now we gotta build our life back up and start over again. This is where Job is different, right? But Job was, like, to me, I take Job as, like, a parable. I take him as a story that we can understand and take as an example for us to realize that, yo, even though the devil took everything away from Job, he had support from his friends, yo. His wife maybe was not the most supportive one who should have been there for him, supporting him, right? But he had to tell her to shut up. And it was kind of to the point he started to go put himself in a situation to be alone. He wanted to be away from people. Right. And just sit in his sulk and just and just just just, you know, sit down and absorb what is happening to him. Right. And how I feel when I read over because I just recently read up on it just so because I wanted to be able to speak accurately on his story. 
he had three friends that came to him in his time of him being alone. <coughs> Excuse me. The three of his friends, one of them, the first person to talk to him was just like, yo, you know God. Like, God God is a, is a God. Like, basically, God is a good God, right? And if you forgive, if you repent, as Job said, I didn't. Bro, Job cursed the day he was born in the front of him. He cursed the day he was born, right? Which was wrong for him to do. But it was a human side that came out and he said it. But his friends were kind of putting the blame on him. One of his friends put the blame on him saying, yo, you need to repent because God would not punish you if you didn't, if you, if, if you were not sinful. So you need to repent. Job in his full heart knows he didn't do nothing wrong. He knows he didn't do nothing wrong. But it's kind of like, what you talking about, right? What are you saying to me right now, bro? We were here sitting down chilling, but you opening your mouth and telling me that. And then Job defended himself, you know, and saying, yo, like, nah, man, God is not that type of God. My God is a good God. He's not, not a, uh, God is not the God that would just punish for somebody for ill. That just would punish somebody for punishing him. That's not God. And then the second person came and told him, say, look, man, told him there's something similar to that but he was more like like yo it's god who's doing this to you man like you need to ask him why he's doing this to you you need to ask him and and when the third man opened up his mouth job i just gonna skip forward job just got mad at all of them to the point like he told him all you guys shut up you could have just keep your mouth shut y'all as my friends y'all could have just be quiet and just sit here and allow me to just and just be here be here for me and that is what i'm trying to say when i'm talking about loneliness Sometimes we have friends. Sometimes we have people that is around us. But these people are not there to giving you the advice that you really, really need to help you find that support. They're not there. They're there yapping at everything that you do. Oh, my God, why you do this? Oh, you shouldn't do it like that. You should do that. You call it. I like criticism from people. But there's some criticisms that I just don't get from people that is be like, okay, bro, um, I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to be rude to you, bro. I, 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 like, I like how you come to me about things, but I feel like for you telling me this, I feel like you're the wrong messenger. Sometimes that's how I, that's how I feel sometimes. You know, I don't like being a hypocrite as well. So whenever I actually confide in friends or whenever a friend calls me for advice, I try my best to give opinions based off if I was in their shoe of what I would do. You know, that is how I am with my friends. And that's why a lot of my friends, they hit me up and we could have conversations because I understand for the over my two years ago where the place I was in, it was to the point where I felt alone. I felt lonely. But I had good friends who came into my time of need. People came in my time of need and they supported me. They've been, they, you know what I mean? And they, they helped me realize that, yo, you are a bigger person. You are somebody. You could be somebody. And it helped me. Guess what? Yo, 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 Cat Mafia. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was able right now, as I said, I just give myself, I can pat myself on the back as well. Like, I would not started this i wouldn't have started this podcast if i didn't have a support system to help me with it you feel me so it was kind of like when i came up with this i wanted to use this as a place for 
for me to vent on topics that I that I feel like the world speak on, but I have a different opinion on. And I feel like there's a lot of people just like me in this world that has open-minded thoughts, especially people, if you came from a Christian home, right? You came from a Christian background. Like, you hear a lot of people be talking, but it's just like, yo, like, do y'all read the word? Do y'all know what the Bible is? And most people be telling me they do not know. And I'll be honest with you, with Job at that moment when he's with his friends, yo, there was a storm came. A storm came and God literally started speaking to them. God started speaking to all of them in anger because he was to the point like, I can't believe this. I can't believe that you are saying this right now, Job, right? I can't believe because, again, you can't curse your day you was born. God knows why each one of us was born, bro. He know exactly who you are when you was born, and he knows exactly how it's going to end for you. Now, for you, it's up to you and how you make it. You live the life. You live the life. The problem is you make the choices. At the end of the day, God don't make those choices for you. God don't tell you to go drive and text, and then you get in an accident. You know what I mean? And God don't tell you to go what? Uh, like Will Smith. God didn't tell you to go walk him and slap Chris Rock. You feel me? So it's just to the point where we have choices in our lives that that we have to pay as humans. Now our choices have what? Uh, repercussions, right? Things happen. Cause and effect. You feel me? And in this situation, God was speaking. It was like, yo, look, man, I'm, a, I'm not that type of God, bro. I don't cause evil on people. I like that. I don't just do that. I know I don't, I'm not that type of man. I know better of you, Job. You feel I know better of you. And Job repented at that point to the point like I, and no, no, I lied. God, he didn't speak. He put his hand over his mouth and he said that I cannot speak. To, I cannot say a word. I should never say a word. I should have keep my mouth shut as well. And then to his friends, he told them, y'all need to go and sacrifice half of your, five of your cattle or whatever it is, sacrifice them to me for what y'all were saying to him because y'all were not speaking on, basically, they were not being support. They were not saying the right things, bro. Because again, they were disrespecting God in that light by saying that God was the one punishing. And everybody, we all know it was the devil doing all these things, right? So it's just to the point where you have to understand that the devil right the demons the thoughts things that are in our head that is pulling us to do things like it, it like it's not god that is doing those things to you you know for me it took me a little while that i felt like whenever i did something wrong and something happened bad in my life i felt like that was god punishing me right and i have to i, I had to come to a realization like no bro that's the choice you made that's your issue deal with it now you could go talk to god you could put your hands together right rich i don't do that when i pray but i'm just saying you go and pray you go to god and as the father you said it's like yo i had to go talk to god about stuff like it's just like yo i give my life to god like give my heart to god and that's all like once you believe in the man of god bro and you build a relationship with him to the point you could uh, so you could you it's kind of like like a phone line bro you pick up the phone you call this one is not even like that you might seem like you're talking to yourself, but just look at it like this, bro. After this, after you listen to this podcast, I just want you to go, just sit down in a chair and just say, Heavenly Father, and start talking. Heavenly Father, I thank you, and start talking. Heavenly Father, please forgive me, 
and start talking. And, and as you speak about all the things that you know that you're doing wrong out loud, you're not telling this to a psychiatrist. You're telling this to God. You're laying your sins and every your faults into front of him. And now you're hearing it as well. But the point is you understand once you say it out loud, your words have power. And, it's that, and once your words have power, what's going to happen? It's going to manifest. And that's the way, bro. Talk and talk yourself, talk things into existence. You know what I mean? And, and, that, and for me, that's why I believe. I believe that we have the ability to control our destinies, yo. We can control our destinies. Yes, God knows the outcome of our destiny, but we need to make it happen. God is not going to come down and move my hand and put it on the button and say, oh, you know what I mean? Everybody has choices, right? As E40, choices. <laughs> Man, but I, as I said, guys, I, I, I just said, I just want to just pass on that message. Everybody read, just think back on your Job moment. Everybody just sit back and think on your Job moment and, and just like contemplate. If you, if you went, if, if you are suffering from loneliness right now, you're listening to this. Your first thing I want, I'll give my advice to you. First thing is pray. Add prayer to your life in some type of form. Um, if you want, I'll say whatever your whatever religious belief you are in. If there is a book, say for us as Christians, it's a Bible, right? For for Muslims, Quran, right? Um, it, like you know, there's different other religions out there. I don't know all of them like that, but I know all of them have a script that they could read and go back into and confide. You know, and if you're not a reader, yo, there is articles on YouTube. There's podcasts like mine's where you could listen to. But it's just to the point where, you know, there's there's ways for you to find, fill that void of loneliness, to understand what it is and understand how to overcome it. Because again, I want you all to remember these four words. No, these four, this acronym, right? Call HALT. Never get too hungry. Never get too angry. Never get too lonely and never get too tired. Halt, okay? Remember that acronym and you will be aight, okay? Oh. So look here. This is I'm coming to the end of the podcast. Um, I wish JP was here to give his part. I had to talk for him and me. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yo, as you said again, man, loneliness is a thing that is trapping our men in this country, especially our black men. Um, so women, any women who are listening to this podcast right now, just reach out to any of your ma- male friends. If you haven't re- if you haven't talked to a friend, even even guys, men, not guys, even men, if men, if you haven't talked to one of your f- friends for a long time, any of your female friends, anybody in your life, hit them up. You know what I mean? And call them and check on them. Just send them a text. Hey, I've been thinking about you. Hope you're all good. Hope all is well with you. You feel me? I'm, uh, and, and see what happens. I swear that might that might be the text to make that person happy. Like you might you might create the happiest day for that person by texting them right now. Ophimi. So just remember, man, keep your head above water. Find that support system. You know, go out bowling with your friends. Go out hiking. Like figure out some social um some social things y'all could do or with with a group of friends. Find some social uh people that you could do things with, do activities with. You know, as I was telling JP earlier, like going, me and him, we used to go all over the place. We hang out and it made me feel like, yo, okay, yeah, there's people in the world like me. There's nobody out, like 
find groups like find groups man like there's a lot of groups on facebook and stuff on these social media platforms that you be using you could find groups people just like you and uh and just find a support system and that's that's my message to to anybody out there all righty so look before i let you go you know i gotta send y'all out on 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 a on a, on a good note you know what I mean? We all, all, you know, we've been talking on some real, some real, real, real things. But uh, I got one more song, man. I'm going to play it off the Fabio record um, album. And, yo, listen, as I said, yo, this 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 uh, Fabio record is like, I mean, his whole album is just pure fire to me. Like, you know what I mean? And, but let me see which one. You know what? I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play a song. I'm going to play something that he had DJ Khaled talk. And I ain't going to lie. DJ Khaled is the best motivational speaker there is. <laughs> Yo, I swear. I swear. They try to finish us. They want us broke. They want us unhappy. They want us miserable. They want to put chains and handcuffs on us. So we made sure we got baguette chains and baguette bracelets. They ain't believe in us. God did. God did. Fabio. Yeah. This Bible talk. Yeah. So it's only right I be even more honest with you. Are you ready for more jealousy? I'm ready. More hate. I'm ready. More envy. I'm ready. Let me inspire you. Yeah. yeah. With all that comes with more love. I'm ready. More blessings. I need it. More success. Let's do it. More life. Yes. More wins. Yes. Keep going. You see, when you represent the light, you represent God, the Most High. Bible talk. We out here hustling, feeding our family, making sure our team is good. We uplifting the people. We inspiring the world. We making anthems. We getting money. Bible talk.